and welcome to the Drink In and Geek Out podcast. This is a show where we drink beer and talk about it. All right, today we have episode number 17 and we have a special guest with us. Uh, on today's episode, we have Ben Thompson from Bird Boy Brewing. Um, we'll start the interview. Ben, can you tell us a little bit about yourself and what you do at Bird Boy? Um, uh, I'm the owner in one of the brewers, so I brew and then take care of everything else. How many brewers are you got there? Uh, it's me and one other, and a salesperson. Keeping it small. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Are you from Fort Wayne? Yeah, I'm originally from Fort Wayne. I went to Homestead. So how long have you been brewing? Uh, I've been brewing for nine years. I started in college. Um, how did you get into it? Like I, science major or something? No, I was underage and <laughs> couldn't buy it, so you made it yourself. Beer, yeah. <laughs> so I made it. Right on. I guess that's a good reason to make beer. I remember trying to make mead when I was 14 years old. Uh, boiled some honey, scooped the foam off the top, uh, added yeast, and sorted it away. But I didn't know there was a difference between brewer's yeast and baker's yeast. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Outside of that taste. Like bread. <laughs> <laughs> Did it solidify? Yeah. I can imagine. No, it, I mean, it was still liquid after a few weeks. <laughs> <laughs> so when did Bird Boy open and... Um, how did you decide on the name? Bird Boy got started August 2015, and the name comes from Art Bird Boy Smith, who was uh, one of the early aviators in Fort Wayne. Isn't uh, Smithfield named after him? Yeah. Oh, very nice. Okay. And he was like 17 years old when he started flying, and so people that's crazy called him the Bird Boy. Oh, that's <laughs> awesome. I'm glad Smithfield's still around because I know that that has been recently. Well, maybe not recently, but a while ago. I know they were talking about closing yeah. that down. So glad it's still open. A little bit of Fort Wayne history there. I'm glad you could build on that. That's great. Mm-hmm. Do you fly? Yeah, I I'm a so. pilot and uh, an airplane mechanic. That's actually what I was going to school for <laughs> when nice. I started. Bro, change mine. Yeah, where'd you go to college? The Pittsburgh Institute of Aeronautics. Yeah, I thought there was a picture of you with a plane on the website or something. So I figured you must be flyer or something. Yep. Every once in a while, I get to go flying. Did you fly out of Smithfield? Yeah. That's awesome. I feel like I'll just let you in. Like, oh yeah, this guy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I gotta pay for it. Uh, <laughs> uh, just like maybe you give them free beer and they'll let you in. No. Fly anytime you want. I don't think they frowned upon that. <laughs> <laughs> I'd take it. What's the uh, biggest plane you've ever driven or flown? <laughs> I guess it's dry planes. You drive them for a short period, and then they usually take off. <laughs> um, well, what I usually fly is a four-seater, and then uh, the club I mean also has a six-seater. So that's the bit biggest plane I've flown. It's a single engine, but it's got six seats. Do they uh do you store it in the hangar? Obviously, rent it. It's yeah, it's Smithfield. Can you like take it anywhere, or do you just go up and then come back down to where you started? Can you like go to other towns? Yeah, I can take, yeah, I can take it on like road trips and stuff. Yeah, so done that a couple times. How far can you get on like a tank of gas? In one of uh, like here to Tampa, maybe. Oh wow! But oh, it's like awesome. 
probably take a while. 150 gallons. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's got big tanks. Imagine that's pretty expensive, though. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Commercial flights, you can spread out the cost of gas between all 200 yeah. people and not just be yourself. <laughs> it's just you. Yeah. <laughs> a little expensive. Uh, so do you have a personal favorite beer to drink or make or both? Mm, no, not really. You just take any, any style? Or yeah. Anything. What was uh, the first style that you made when you first started getting into this? Uh, it was an Oktoberfest. <laughs> Can't go wrong with Oktoberfest. Yeah, like yeah. I remember it being good, and then I tried to I kind of like stuck to a... Well, that was a kit. Uh. And then I tried making some recipes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and... Uh, Not as easy without the yeah, kit. Yeah, didn't turn out as <laughs> I tried this... Uh, Blueberry pancake beer, oh. and I I put like a bunch of blueberry <laughs> extract in it, mm. and then I put some pancakes in the fermenter. <laughs> <laughs> I think there may have been like some kind of contamination <laughs> from, from the pancakes. pancakes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was gonna ask you if there's any beer that you've made that you just had to throw out because it didn't turn out. So that so one's yeah. like <laughs> that one would be it. So you're saying it wasn't drinkable. Is it chewable? <laughs> Actual pancake beer. <laughs> so on average, how often do you are you brewing? Uh, it's about once a week. You can do up to two a week. How much can you make in that time? What's your capacity? It's a seven barrel system, which is about two hundred gallons. Wow. Do you come up with all the recipes for the beers yourself, or is there input from the other brewer? Yeah, Will is the other brewer, and me and him kind of get together on most of the recipe. He's the other guy that's usually there on the yeah. growler pills. Wasn't sure his name. Yep, Will. <laughs> he works at uh, Granite City, too. Oh, uh, so yeah. yeah. You he just started something. brewing over there. Uh, oh, that's I cool. was there a couple Sundays ago, and I'm like... I think that's the guy from Bird Boy. I'm not sure. <laughs> and, and I don't know his name. So. I saw him walk in. I'm like, oh, he must be here eating. And then he came back in a uniform. Like, oh, I think he works here. Awesome. Mm-hmm. Do they know? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, you, you did have one on draft there. Yeah. But it was the tail burger. Yep. Yeah. That's probably your most common or most, what I want to say, popular. Um, yeah, I don't know if it's... Just because we have that one all the time, or if it's because people like it the best. <laughs> yeah. So I don't know if it's, I mean. It's the only one that's like We sell the most of it, but we also make, make the most of it. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But that's one of my favorites, so. Are there any new recipes you're working on right now? Um, We just did a Russian Imperial Stout that we're going to put out in Bombers. Oh, really? Nice. Um. What's the ABV on that? Uh, it'll be about nine. Pretty decent. Mm-hmm. So, uh, other than that, we don't really usually know what we're going to be next. <laughs> what are you decide <laughs> yeah. on the day? Yeah. I saw a barrel by the front door. Is that got something in it? Uh, it's got the misfitted kilt. Oh, nice. And a bourbon barrel. And age it for how long did you? Six months. Oh. So that'll be out in April. We're going to do some events with it. Cool. Cool. I know where I'm hanging out. <laughs> I know where I'm going to be. <laughs> so recently you um, collaborated with the Poor Misfits. Is there any other collaborations you would like to do in the future? Um. Well, I'm pretty open to do collaborations with anybody. anybody. Okay. Um, Is there like a favorite local place or in Indiana or maybe even 
like the major brewery that you yeah anybody who would be open to it. <laughs> um i know will's been talking to some people at taxman oh yeah trying to get a bird boy taxman collaboration <laughs> and would you go to Barkersville or would they come up here? I don't know. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> what would you prefer? Uh, for them to come up here. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> you don't want to fly down there? Oh, yeah. I've heard you say in the past that coming up with the names is the hardest part. Do you have any like tricks that you come up with that you just get on untapped and you have a name and make sure it's not used? Uh, it's usually like from the time we brew it until the time that it comes out, I'm just thinking about <laughs> names. And then I'll come up with what I think is a good one. I'll Google it. <laughs> yeah. Make sure it's not already taken. Yeah. I'm sure that most of the time they are. Yeah. yeah I was gonna there's say so that, many. That seems to be hard. Because <laughs> I remember reading something somewhere that somebody's talking about trying to copyright the names of all these individual craft beers. And it's just yeah. getting so hard because there's so many. I remember just typing in anything on Untapped and you see like 12 different versions of it. And because everybody else seems to have that name. <laughs> it's getting more and more difficult, mm-hmm. I would think, to come up with some. New beers come out every day, and all these, there's just 100 breweries in Indiana alone, so yeah. I can't like imagine. Like a new one a week, I think, in Indy, or something <laughs> like that. Keeps popping up. So you did the Void Communion, was that for the Void Reunion? Yeah, that was a collaboration with them. They came out and helped brew it. Oh, really? And then uh, we had the release at the Brass Rail. Yeah, I remember. One of their shows. Seeing that on Facebook, they are like anybody who wants to do a collaboration. It was like we don't know how to whenever they approach us and, <laughs> and like, ask to do something, then it's like okay, well we don't know how to make beer, but we'll collaborate. <laughs> <laughs> the drinking geek out collaboration. <laughs> yeah, we can do that. That'd be pretty sweet. I'd love to uh, test out making beer. I've always been curious about it. Okay, yeah, awesome. You'll have to like teach us along the way. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll we'll get it done. <laughs> Hopefully you throw some grapefruit in there for pale. <laughs> yeah, if you listen to the podcast, I can't tell a grapefruit for shit. <laughs> I don't think he's ever seen a grapefruit. <laughs> That's a really big orange. <laughs> exactly. So right now you said um, you have some of your beer in Bombers. What ones are available currently? Uh, well, I've heard you guys review both of them, the Smashup Kid <laughs> yeah. and Pale Ale and the, uh, the Old Soul and Bicycle Barley mm-hmm. Wine. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then we'll have two more coming out soon. That Russian Imperial mm-hmm. that we just made is called uh, Laika, af- after the Russian space dog. Oh, okay. <laughs> oh, nice. <laughs> and then uh, we'll have a Belgian Dark Strong. What are we called? Uh, strong Dark Indulgence. <laughs> <laughs> uh, do you have the the artist lined up for Ika for the bottle? Yeah, it's uh, Rebecca Stockert. Free publicity. Yeah. <laughs> so when do you expect to have those on the shelves? Um, they should both be about a month out. Oh, okay. So they come out around the same time? Yeah. One has label approval, but we haven't brewed it. The one, the one is already made, but haven't submitted the label. <laughs> <laughs> so what's that? Pro- who do you submit the labels to? The Federal Tax and Trade Bureau. Uh-huh. What used to be the Alcohol, tobacco, and firearms. How long do they take to respond? It's about a month. I would think typical for government organizations. Yeah. <laughs> Supposedly, it's one person. That oh, does really? All of them. Sure. Every brewery. Oh, oh my wow. god. 
I don't know if that's true. Or not. <laughs> <laughs> you got to get a good relationship with that person. Yeah. Yeah. Get, get you through a little faster. Put you on top of the list. <laughs> Bump you up. Who prints all the labels? Oh, just curious. Um, who does ours is, um, I can't think of the name right now, but they're in Florida. Okay. And you bottle them all in-house? Yeah. Hand bottling. Oh, my God. Mm. It's not bad. We get, um, like, three beer guns, mm-hmm. um, which is just like a hand, it's like a wand that you can purge it with CO2 and then it fills it up. Oh, that's Without foaming too much. Uh, so we get three of those going, like, an assembly line. And then a couple of people capping. <laughs> oh, so you get more than just the two of you doing that. Yeah. So we can do about, we can do a whole batch of the 200 gallons, 90 cases in like four hours. Wow. That's some heavy production. <laughs> yeah. and, uh, that's great. <laughs> that's probably why you do the bombers instead of like the, yeah. the smaller bottles. Yeah. That makes total sense. <laughs> you can find uh, the bombers at SMV. S and V in Belmont. Okay. In, in Indiana, anywhere in Indiana or in Fort Wayne primarily? Um, I don't know exactly, but I think well I know it's not even all the stores in Fort Wayne. <laughs> like the uh I think most of the South Side stores don't sell much craft beer, so no, I don't, I they don't give them any. <laughs> um But as far as I know, just Fort Wayne. Mm-hmm. And then we have one store in Indy that carries it. Oh really? Cons. And I saw you've got some kegs down there and some bars too, don't you? Yeah, we have uh, five places now in Indy. Actually, six. I just took one down there to a new place yesterday. Do you want to shout them out? Old, somebody's listening. Old Point Tavern on Mass Ave. <laughs> <laughs> so where else can people find like your beer around in kegs and whatnot? In case they're looking to try it. Uh, if you go on our website or on the Facebook, we have a Google map. Oh, it just says, like, hell, all the pins. Has, yeah, it has all the pins in it. That's um, cool. But it's on all the time at Granite City. Um, we're usually at both of the Buffalo Wings and Ribs. Mm-hmm. People always ask me where they can get it, and I always forget. <laughs> <laughs> Go to the website. Yeah. yeah. There's too many places to remember that. <laughs> Website or Facebook. You go from there. I think my first uh, Bird Boy experience was at a Buffalo Wings and Ribs. I got the Bicentennial. Mm. I thought that was fantastic. <laughs> I was at uh, Treon Tavern in New Haven and uh, found the, ta- the tail dragger there. Okay. That was the first time I've ever heard of uh, Bird Boy. And, and then from there, it's, I actually showed up there and had <laughs> beers. And I enjoy everything that you make so far. That was a while ago because I think the Tryon was like one of the first places, and the oh, really? was like the first beer we made. Mm. So they probably got like one of the first kegs in there. Okay. Do you know if they still serve it on their menu, or have you been over there recently? Um, I know they don't have it too often, or if they do, they just take a long time to go through it. Mm-hmm. So they do have a lot on tap down there, though. I'm sure they yeah. rotate They say it's like 64 on tap or something like yeah. that. It's a nice selection. So when you um, give them to these places and then they run out, and then I'm assuming they would just like base it off sales and be like, hey, are you going to get that back? And then they would call you up and then get more. Is that kind of like word of mouth business? or? Uh, no, it doesn't work <laughs> like that. You would think it would work like that. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Nice. I mean, I don't know. <laughs> but no. You gotta keep checking in with them. Yeah, yeah. It's a uh, it's a big sales 
job. You have to go in there every week and bug them. Yeah. I think that's kind of how like Coke and Pepsi distributors are too. They have to keep going in to check the store shelves, making sure they're full. Mm-hmm. They're not going to let you know. So who do you talk to usually at the liquor stores? Um, well, I was down in Indy yesterday trying to get into a new liquor store, Crown Liquors down there. Okay. Yep. So I just stopped at one store. Uh, it was kind of a ghetto store, so they didn't have much craft beer. <laughs> <laughs> and I asked them, or I told them, like, who I was. I gave them some bottles, and they said, oh, you need to go to this store and talk to this person. <laughs> they sell a lot of craft beer over there. Okay. And so I go over there and then talk to uh, that person, and they send me to another person. Like, to their, yeah, their corporate <laughs> store. <laughs> oh, God. So you kind of have to... There's a lot of, like, gatekeepers, <laughs> so you have to, like, kind of find your way to the head person and then talk to them and get them to, like, kind of put it in their system, and then you kind of have to go to each store and sell to each store. Wow. Wow. A lot of running around. Yeah. Yeah. It's not easy at all. <laughs> so, uh, as far as Fort Wayne goes, how do you think the market is? Do you think there's room for more breweries, or are we, like, tapped out? No pun. I think there's room for more. Um, especially in Fort Wayne, I wish places kind of thought of Fort Wayne as local. Yeah. Whereas they kind of think as think of Indiana mm. as local. Um. So I think the more that spring up here, the more people will kind of take that mindset. I think Indy's kind of there now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they've got. Hundreds, I feel like, are already down there. Yeah. Like, every block you go to, there's another one popping up. Do you have any advice for people trying to get into brewing? Home brewing? Yeah. Or commercial brewing? Uh, well, home brewing. Home brewing. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I guess either way, if you're wanting to get into commercial brewing, I'd start with home brewing. <laughs> um, I would kind of keep it simple. Um, if you go down to Brewery's Art Supply mm-hmm. and just... Talk to them, or, or uh, Francie and Joe down there. Um, they'll get you started in the right direction. You just start with like a basic kit. Yeah, that's what I was gonna ask. Just start with a kit, or yeah, start on your stove top, and <laughs> yeah, you just keep it like pretty simple. It's yeah, it's actually pretty easy to make beer. Really? Did anything surprise you about the uh, craft beer market when you started to sell? Other than the fact that. Local is Indiana and not Fort Wayne. Mm-hmm. I think that was about it. So, do you have any goals in mind going forward? If plans, big plans. Um, working on getting a full time tap room going right now. That'd be awesome. Yeah. Other than that, um, do you have any locations in mind? Like somewhere in Fort Wayne, obviously. Downtown. But not sure yet. Nothing picked out. <laughs> um, other than that, just increased production. We did about 300 barrels last year, so if we could do 500 this year, I'd, that'd be pretty good. Would you, um, like, possibility at the tap room, if you have the space, would you then move production to there or kind of stay where you're at? No, I think I would keep the brewery where it's at. Um on Collins Road. Mm-hmm. Yeah, probably should mention that. <laughs> and then uh, 
You can find that on Facebook. <laughs> and then just have like a small tap room. Just beer, no food, and all. I don't know. Jeez, you don't have to hire a cook. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, that's exciting. I know. I'll definitely do that. Well, yeah. Oh, so. yeah, definitely check it out. I'm assuming you'll probably have like a party to yeah. say we're open. Yeah, we'll have yeah. opening party. I don't think it'll be hush hush. <laughs> <laughs> you can just quietly go in and open the doors. Cut the ribbon by yourself. Yeah. <laughs> I thought you, I saw on Facebook that there's an event coming up. Like a new, like a release event or something, maybe? Yeah, next Friday, February 10th, uh, we're having a release for the Stovepipe Lager, mm. which is a Rausch beer, like a classic German Rausch beer we did mm. last year. We just did that again. And so that'll be the first keg there at Rudy's oh, on okay. Friday. And then uh, we're working on a Deer Park tap takeover that same night. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be good. Competition with yourself. Sounds like. Yeah. <laughs> but, but that's not finalized yet, so that may or may not go. Well, that's two different crowds, actually, I think. Some uh, yeah, that would go to Rudy's and not quite the ones that would go to Deer Park. But who knows? I'd go to both. I've been to both. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I like going to Rudy's. After. Yeah. After wherever. Yeah, it's a nice little place to hang out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Unless it rains. <laughs> sit in that chair. <laughs> uh, we sat outside there one day, and we all sat down fine. And then he picks the one chair that's like covered in water, and didn't realize. Yeah, they didn't take that cushion outside <laughs> or something, and it was soaked. <laughs> so we may or may not ask you of all the beers you've you've done over the years. Is there a favorite one that you brewed? Changes all the time, but I I I think I say Tail Dragger more than <laughs> anything else. So. Okay. Is, is there any specific style that you like, you know, just personally? Is it the IPAs? or I really like IPAs, but that's not why I like brewing. Right. <laughs> <laughs> it seems to be the popular thing these days to, among people, like it's the popular style. Yeah. Me and Will kind of have a joke. Um, anytime either of us gets a, like a porter or a stout, we'll hold it up. Like look at it, it's black. <laughs> <laughs> and then we'll say IPA, right? <laughs> because uh, we were at beer, bourbon, and bacon last year, and this mm-hmm. guy came up and like he asked for a, a sample, you know, like at a, like you do at a beer right. fest, mm-hmm. and then he holds it up and he goes IPA, right? Oh, <laughs> <Jesus>. <laughs> it was a porter. Oh my God. <laughs> That's like the only phrase he knows about craft yeah. beer. <laughs> uh, everything is IPA. Kind of like uh, zombie dust. Yeah. I hear a lot of the liquor store managers anytime. Uh, they make fun of people that come in and ask for zombie dust. <laughs> yeah. I, I guess a lot of people do. Got any zombie dust? <laughs> yeah, that's like the biggest thing around here. Zombie dust. Three Floyds. Three Floyds. Yeah, yeah three, anything Three Floyds. People go nuts over they're all right. <laughs> <laughs> Do you have a favorite local brew, like aside from yourself, that you like to try their stuff? Uh, actually, Matt Anthony's is coming out with a lot of good stuff. Their yeah, pop squash stuff is pretty good. Um, and all their loggers are usually pretty good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I noticed that they're releasing quite a bit of 
It seemed like a few years ago they would just have like four beers at a time. Now they've got like 20 at a time. Yeah, they're basic ones. Well, I think a little bit of the explosion here. Yeah. In Wayne that they're like, oh, we should probably brew <laughs> a little something more. Because I know they were the first ones here. One of the first ones. Yeah. They yeah, were, they got started, started in 98. 98, yeah. Wow. Not much competition. There so. wasn't anything at that time. Yeah. Now the it's growing, so they're like, well, we got to keep up. <laughs> yeah. Which is good. Competition is good. good yeah, it yeah. is. Good for us. I don't know. It's about for Matt Anthony's. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sure they've gotten busier. Oh, yeah. With more people getting into craft beer. Yeah. Right? With all these breweries. And they do flights. Though. I think they always do to do flights. I wouldn't think if they only had like four or five styles. <laughs> yeah, I would have One flight. <laughs> oh, you tried them all. <laughs> Get out. Um, aside from brewing beer, do you geek out about anything? Um, TV-wise, movie-wise, characters? Um, I used to play a lot more video games. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, I was really big into Metal Gear Solid. Um, and Zelda. Oh, I, I, bought a, I bought a Wii just to play. <laughs> that's what I see too. Yeah. Yeah. We did the same and I bought a DS to play that Zelda. Yeah, I didn't go that far. <laughs> <laughs> I got to use. It was cheap. Um, but lately I don't play so many video games. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I'm sure you're very busy. Um, lately I've been like kind of geeking out on chess. Like I started playing chess. Oh, like, really? Like, okay. Yeah. Never played chess. Mm-hmm. Not my thing. <laughs> Tried once. Very strategic. <laughs> I enjoy chess. Losers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, where are the losers? <laughs> and then TV. All I have is antenna TV. So <laughs> Farmers Five. Number Five. Yeah. So I've I watch King of the Hill <laughs> and uh, Jerry Springer. That's what. I'm oh God, I love there that. You go. So you have CW though. Yeah. So you could check out those programs. <laughs> Like Supernatural and Arrow, Flash. And there's a DC show. It's not everyone's cup of tea, usually. Is anything on Netflix or Hulu you watch? No. no. <laughs> Portlandia. Oh, I love oh. Portlandia. That's just hilarious. <laughs> but I've got them all on DVD, so I <laughs> watch them on there. Yeah. Any other questions, Dan? I'm tapped out. Yeah, let me see. I think we're good. You want to crack up in those? Yeah, let's get to the beer. Is there one we should start with, or probably the uh, the stovepipe, which will be the lighter. You have to like hold them. (laughs) (laughs) So this is the stovepipe porter. What did you say? Stovepipe lager. Lager. It's a uh, classic German Rausch beer, which is um, came from Bamberg, Germany. Bamberg, Germany. Yeah. they before they had like malt to um, I guess like dryers. Mm. They would dry it over smoke. So that's how we get the smoke flavored beers these days. Yeah, and so it's kind of a uh, a smokier lager. Yeah, it's like a classic. Uh, it's like a like an old thing. <laughs> no, <laughs> antique. No, that's good. I've had quite a few of the smoke beers, mm-hmm. and it's a unique. It's a unique taste. I know, not everybody's fan. <clears throat> good taste. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. No complaints here. That was really good. Well, up to the light, it looks blue. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, everything's going to look blue. 
It's pretty dark. Yeah. It, it should have, like, it was smoked with beechwood, which is, like, real light. Mm-hmm. It's a really light smokiness. And so it should have, like, a, a smoky smell. And then it should just kind of taste like a dark lager. Mm-hmm. You get that. Right. It looks like deep amber. Yeah, yeah it's kind, kind of, of a brownish. Color. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. so I think you said before you don't typically do lagers because they're more time-consuming to make. Yeah. Uh, typically we don't, but um, we're kind of slow, like, over the winter. So it's yeah. <laughs> it's really good. It's very good. It's got a very smooth finish. It's also great having the brewer here to understand the beer that we're drinking. <laughs> yeah, we know what we're supposed to be tasting. <clears throat> Do you have any uh, pairing ideas with this? A cigar? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, I was thinking like smoked sausage and some crackers. Now I was thinking, I think we're maybe like stuff that is sometimes smoked, like fish. But maybe not smoked fish. Maybe just like regular fish. Mm-hmm. Wings. I just didn't know if you ever like thought about pairings. Not usually. I don't really get too much into the pairing things. Mm-hmm. I feel like you can eat whatever you want. Yeah, yeah you eat whatever you want. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Enjoy the beer. Eat what you want. So basically, food's not going to change the beer taste at all. Or I know some people say it does, but no. I haven't had that experience yet. So. <laughs> Beer's beer. Be- yeah. Be- yeah. <laughs> Try to turn it more into a wine. Eat this with this type of dinner. Yeah. Just drink it. <laughs> Definitely getting the smoky smell. Mm-hmm. We did this with uh, Sugar Creek, which is from uh, Lebanon, Indiana. Oh, mm-hmm. really? But I feel like it was a little smokier last year. So I wouldn't mind a little more smoke flavor. <laughs> pretty good. But it does disappear quick. Yeah. As you were mm-hmm. saying, more of that lager finish. That's good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you get the smoke taste up front mm-hmm. and then yeah. the lager finish. Mm-hmm. Do you know the uh, ABV and IBUs offhand? No, it's mid fives. Alcohol and probably mid twenties IBUs. Yeah, it's not very bitter, I would say. No, I just didn't know if the smoky flavor would add to the, the numbers. Are. Yeah. Does it come with a little story? I know a lot of bottles have little stories on them these days. <laughs> no, not really. Mm-hmm. I just... Last year we were, like, looking for something different to do. Mm-hmm. And I'd never done one before, and so... I was like, eh. I can get them all, so why not? Let's just let's try, try it. it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Was it pretty popular last year? People seemed to like it? It didn't take off real quick. Uh, I think mostly because people don't know what a Rausch beer is. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I can't say that. Rausch <laughs> is German for smoke. Yeah, so okay. Smoke beer. I've heard of Rausch Lake. It's the only Rausch I've heard of, though. Um, so it didn't take off real quick. Mm-hmm. But after it was out for maybe like a month um, and it was almost gone, I would get people emailing me like, I love this beer so much. <laughs> Is there anywhere in town that still has it? That's good. I'm looking forward to this coming. Mm-hmm. And you said this will be out next Friday? February 10th. February 10th. At Rudy's. Rudy's. Yep. Next week. Alright, this next beer we have is a coffee porter? Coffee porter. Old Crown Coffee Porter. 
Yeah. I was gonna say I'm guessing you got some coffee from Old Town. Strong coffee. You can smell that coffee for sure. It also looks kind of like coffee. It does. (laughs) Got a a decent head on there too. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah. Good stuff. When did you uh, start making this one? This one's been around for. Yeah, this is one we did last year too. Okay. Yeah, I remember this one. I think we had. Yeah, I don't remember that. (laughs) Uh, It's funny because. I think it was like the the day after we brewed this, we found out Matt Anthony's also did an old crown. <laughs> and they brewed it like two days before us. <laughs> beat. And it's the same name and everything. Yeah. It's a little confusing. Did they reach out to you and say like anything or Um No, I was talking with Blaine. Stucky from Mad Anthony's, mm-hmm. um, maybe like a week or two ago. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was right after we brewed this batch, and he, we were just talking about what was new or something. And I mentioned this beer, and he said, "Oh, you did last year." Yeah, we also <laughs> do that. <laughs> now I guess they just rebrewed their batch too. <laughs> oh my God. Yeah, what are the odds? Did you just come out first this time? No, there's. there's I think they were like now. a week before us this time. God, maybe next year we'll. You're gonna have to check with them next time. <laughs> we'll burn in October. <laughs> Get the jump on them. So, any special notes about this one besides the coffee? Uh, it's a robust porter base beer. So it's like a there's robust porter and then there's brown porter, and robust is more like. Like bitter, uh, like black malt bitterness. Mm, okay. Um, and then brown porters are like sweeter. Um, so it's a robust porter, and then it's got ten pounds of coffee in it. Why you taste the coffee? Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> it also seems kind of creamy. Yeah, actually, the beer itself was pretty bitter, and then I think the coffee kind of like softens it mm. and kind of rounds it out a little bit. It's good balance. I'm a big fan of it. I don't even like coffee, but this tastes pretty good. Does <laughs> <laughs> it feel like back in college days when I mixed like uh, Dr. Pepper and coffee? <laughs> yeah. To stay awake? Yeah. I didn't have creamer. So I used to <laughs> the next best thing. Well, that's true. With 23 flavors. <laughs> caffeine. I'm going to say that wouldn't make that much of a difference. I wouldn't imagine. With the coffee. Yeah. Do you know how much caffeine is in something like this? I don't know. Or is it like boiled out or yeah. I don't know how that works. Yeah. Like maybe through the process, bring it down. Well, we we put the coffee in the fermenter after it's done fermenting. Okay. Uh, and it's cold, so it's like cold brew. Oh, okay. Cold brewed beard coffee. <laughs> <laughs> so, so do you have like a big ass thing to brew all that coffee in? Or... No, we just put it in the beer. Oh. I can definitely drink a cup of this every morning. <laughs> <laughs> this one's already out at a couple places. Uh, I think the Wings and Reeds South has a keg of it. And then uh, Acme just got a keg of it today. Oh, yeah. Okay. I'll go there for lunch tomorrow. I, uh, I live across the street from the South Wings and Reeds. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. Lunch break tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> I know I was at the one like out north here not too long ago. 
They had like two and three dollar pints. Um, I forget what I got, but it was pretty good, especially for two or three bucks. <laughs> right. Wow, yeah. Wrong. That's cheap. Yeah. Side note question. Uh, since you made Oktoberfest for your first beer, do you make an Oktoberfest? Do you plan on making one? Would you really like to make one? <laughs> like at some point? I wouldn't mind making one. The problem is it's a lager. Mm-hmm. And so like trying to brew it during the summer when it's we're busier would be mm-hmm. rough. Yeah, because you have to... In order to have it come out yeah. in October. Right, yeah. So I remember we did a Oktoberfest episode where we did a bunch of Oktoberfests and we were reading that a lot of people make it in April and just let it sit. Yeah, that's the traditional... Uh, it's actually called Mertzen yeah. in it's German. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, because it's brewed in March and then it's stored until October when they would have like a harvest party. Mm-hmm. Right, yeah. Um, but... I think just because they put that on the label doesn't mean that they actually <laughs> that way. Maybe they did back a hundred years ago. Yeah, when it took longer, I would assume. Yeah. I don't think now. That, I mean, there's probably places now that crank it out in a month. Oh yeah, I'm sure. Like Granite City, I remember uh, going there in like September, and they're like, "We're all out." I'm like, "Oh, just come back next week. We'll have some more." It takes it months to make it. I thought we'll have it next week. <laughs> did you have an old crown um tap earlier like last year or was this the one because i thought you had an old crown uh on a golden growler night one time uh yeah we had one actually not too long ago we had a keg of this from last year <laughs> okay. that just got buried in, <laughs> in the cooler under all the kegs and so we were just trying to get rid of it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it was, I don't know if it was the clearance when gear. You and yeah. I were there, I think, is when he had it. I don't know if that was, oh, it was uh, for the uh, bicycle. Yeah, race. it was for the release yeah, party. That's what I thought. <laughs> yeah, there was somebody from Chicago that said if we put it on, they would come and sell it rather because they liked it so much. <laughs> it's a good excuse to bust it back out from underneath everything. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. absolutely. I don't know if they ever showed up or not. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, can't really keep track. Yeah. Somebody brought a growler. But we got rid of that keg in like a day or two. <laughs> yeah, I, I really like this one. And the ABV for this one? Mm, low fives. It's <laughs> pretty low. Mm-hmm. How do you calculate that? Do you just make up a number? Or is there like a, <laughs> I'm sure like a scale or, measurement? or something? Mm. If it's an Imperial, add five. (laughs) (laughs) I use uh, Beersmith software. Mm. And so when you build a recipe... Oh, you don't want to calculate it? Yeah, it calculates it. And then you can measure the sugar before it's fermented. And then you measure the density after it's fermented. And you just, like, subtract some numbers and (laughs) it gives you an alcohol percentage. I know it was like a fish tank where you stick that stick in there. And you yeah. Can <laughs> yeah, it's called a hydrometer. <laughs> Delicious. Oh, I like it. I had a lot. It didn't last very long. <laughs> been out for a while. This would go well with my oatmeal. <laughs> I think it would work for a lot of people who 
aren't really into the craft beer, but they like coffee. coffee yeah. That'd be a good way to, I don't know, be introduced to them. <laughs> to trick them. Trick them. <laughs> Here, here's your cup of coffee. Cold brew. Serve it on some rocks. Here you go. Spicy tea. Iced coffee. <laughs> no, baby. Wait, if they put cream on it. Depends. Depends on like half and half, maybe. Mm. I know the Dash Inn did uh, Vietnamese coffee with uh, that Bell's one. Breakfast out. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. That sounds pretty good, too. <laughs> That bells is good. That breakfast stuff. All right. Well, now back to our regular <laughs> part of the podcast. Uh, we are introducing the in beer with our special guest uh, today. We have ourselves the hop for teacher, since a couple of us are teachers. <laughs> uh, <Edit>. Pale ale. <laughs> it is an American pale ale. All right. Uh, I have their little story, and it cracked me up because it says, Our story. Back in the summer of 2010, we got this crazy idea, as many have, to start up a brewery. The that's end. all it takes. Yes. <laughs> that's a long-ass story. I know. Uh, they do say that they are doing something different. Uh, we didn't start because we wanted to be on the bandwagon, but because we wanted something different. Uh, they are. They have technical backgrounds in microbiology, chemistry, and automation, and it made up a perfect formula to produce high-quality beer uh, for great consistency and improved shelf stability. Uh, why Fountain Square? We chose Fountain Square because of the community on downtown Indianapolis, um, and then a bunch of other stuff. You can go on the website if you want to read it. No problem. Uh, what do they have on the bottle as a story-wise? They say, for the hop heads among us, Hop for Teacher is an aggressively hopped American pale ale with a noticeable citro aroma. citrus aroma. Pale will like this. <laughs> the slightly bitter finish will keep us hop heads coming back. Right. So, judging by the bottle, I actually I do like the like the periodic table yeah. look. Uh, especially with their chemistry... Yeah, they have the, the microbiology and chemistry type of feel. Like, you know, be a little more sciencey with this. They even have like the serve it at 37 degrees, <laughs> which I'm not sure we got to while I we had it in know. the freezer. Oh, no, it's pretty cold. Yeah, it's served in Erlenmeyer, too. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Oops. Good catch. <laughs> not to be served in a solo cup. <laughs> uh, right. So, I mean, these pictures that we're going to post are going to be, like, rather trashy. Above <laughs> <laughs> shots. <laughs> um, right, so, yeah, any other comments on this bottle? I mean, I kind of like it. I like it. I, I And I like their logo, the, uh, their fountain square. Mm-hmm. Uh, little, I don't know. I guess that's a fountain. kind of looks like trees, almost. Yeah, that's a fountain. <laughs> looks like it's spring. But you're right, it does look like red trees. I thought it was red shoes on the picture. <laughs> You'd expect it to be in a square instead of in a circle. It's right. Fountain square. Also, they're in Indianapolis, Indiana. I don't think I mentioned that. Mm-hmm. And Fountain Square is an actual specific location downtown. Maybe driven by it and really sucked. Is that the circle or is that a different? Oh, no, that's something different. different. That's okay. something different. All right. That's a heritage square, I think. Heritage square. Mm-hmm. Right. Just like a, a fountain or like a circle or drive around it. 
Yeah, Meridian and like Michigan Avenue or whatever, just kind of around that area. I don't know where this is. Google Maps. <laughs> if I can just pull the fountain. Well, the, it's hard to say what the color is in these glasses. Or glasses. It's <laughs> 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 plastic solo over. But it looks to be like a cloudy orange color. Right. All right, so Fountain Square is off of Prospect Street. Um, let me see. I don't have a scroll wheel because I don't have my mouse. Let's see <laughs> if I can zoom this out. It's off of 70 and 65 right there. Um, it, it looks like it's a, on the other side of 70 from Lucas Oil Stadium. So it's it's like it's on the outskirts of town. East side? Okay. Yeah. Southeast? Yeah, southeast, yep. yeah. I think I've been to a few bars with Nathaniel down there a few times. Yeah. It sounds familiar. Palm Square. It's off of uh, Southeastern Avenue. Yeah, the color, as I can tell. They look kind of cloudy. Yeah, cloudy. yeah. That's I think I that's like a, a trend lately is to have like more cloudier, cloudy, juicy <laughs> IPAs. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I didn't see anything on unfiltered. I wonder if uh, is there any comments about people saying it's unfiltered. There's something floating in the wind, but it might just be pretzels. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, can't smell the citrus. That's yeah, good. it smells malty too. Yeah, very grapefruity. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Maybe that's beach. <laughs> no, it's definitely grapefruit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's grapefruit. It's a, this comment says, taste is nice, nicely hoppy, with plenty of citrus, grapefruit, and pine tones. So, I can taste the grapefruit. This is what a grapefruit tastes like, pale. <laughs> <laughs> I will not forget this. Remember that for the future. It's actually really smooth, it too. It is. Very smooth. I love reading these comments and just people's different takes on this. Greg here on Untapped says, a little too much like a Pilsner, not enough hoppy flavor or aroma to balance. I think it's pretty um, hoppy. It's pretty hoppy. <laughs> <laughs> I taste the bitter. Maybe not for Greg. <laughs> I was watching a uh, YouTube review of the Smash Up Kids. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> yeah, there, and it was like, um, these guys said the Smash Up Kid tastes like a Pilsner. <laughs> wow! And they have a following. <laughs> um, I forget how many views it had, but it was like just you. It was less than a hundred. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Man. All right. Uh, do you have any other? Uh, like your rate beer? Because I have five point uh, four. I forget. Uh, ABV, but I don't have anything on here in IBUs. According to Untapped, it's a uh, forty-five IBU. Huh. Nice. Um, 6.7. 6.7? 6.7 ABV. Ooh. Mine says 6.1. Mine says 5.4. Oh my gosh. <laughs> what is happening? Beer snobs <laughs> are probably close to right. Uh, they do have a BA score, though, of 85, which is uh, very good. With a 3.77 average. There's <laughs> a <clears throat> rate beer 92 overall and an 88. Um, style score. So this is one of the more popular ones, I think. Right. 
I mean, Beer Advocate. I think they're falling off <laughs> because this only has 108 ratings. Oh, they're all, I think they're all migrating to Untap. Yeah, probably. Yeah, Untap's got what six thousand three hundred eighty-five ratings. That's about a three and a half. Beer Advocate, get on it. Get a mobile app. <laughs> <laughs> they have one, but it's just terrible. Not Maybe. user friendly. Right. Let me get to my computer so I can read this beer. <laughs> uh, also says it's rotating availability. Um, probably had it paired up with something else and they just kind of rotated them. And a lot of these people don't even like give any comments, just ranks. I don't have anything to talk about with beer. I've get thanks, guys. <laughs> this person said bubblegum wrappers like Wrigley's. Can't say that I noticed bubblegum in mine. Yeah, I feel like there was something in the aroma that was like a little weird. <laughs> I was gonna say almost like has like a pet store. A pet store. <laughs> <laughs> the good pet store smells, or the I don't know. Hey, we need to clean the uh, guinea pig pen. Yeah, that's <laughs> usually what I smell like the the cedar. Sure. Yeah, no, it's almost like yeah. a. I know it said something about pine. Yeah, like a Lysol, maybe. Yeah. Hmm. Or those. Uh, I can see that. I got bags that. of. Um, yeah, the, the yeah, guinea like pig the things. Like, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it's like a combination of those. Yeah. Hmm. Fascinating. That's all I'm gonna think about now when I drink this. <laughs> guinea pig, guinea pigs. <laughs> 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 Hmm. Is there any background to the, the teacher tale to this? Uh, I remember, I'm trying to remember when we were there because um, I thought there was a, all the proceeds or something went to like Indie Teachers Fund or something. I could be wrong. I don't know what stop on our brewery tour that was and how much <laughs> I remember. <laughs> yeah, the only thing on here about Hopper Teacher just says what I read off the bottle. Yeah, I couldn't find anything. You would think if it's their givens uh, donations, it'd be on the bottle. Yeah. Maybe it was just at that release party. Oh, it could be. They named it in honor of that. Okay, well, the website actually has the information. I didn't. I should have gone here for it. Uh, <laughs> ABV is five point four, and the IBUs are forty five. Right, IBUs are consistent. <laughs> <laughs> we can always send a request to update the untapped. I think it's pretty good. Uh, yeah, I think it's really good. I'd like to know what hops they use. Yeah, mostly, we've been noticing that a lot of them do describe the hops like citra hops, citra hops, or or cascades, cascades hops. Yeah. There's nothing on this website. Mm-hmm. Kind of tastes like juice at the beginning, and then tastes more like a hoppy beer at, in the back end. Yeah, all the comments just say it's like a citrus y. Mm-hmm. Hop, there's nothing that really describes what it is. And uh, Fountain Square doesn't have any like clickable links on the beer section. When you were reading the story, I came up with another uh, good IPA name Bandwagon IPA. <laughs> 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 no, that's a good one. I like that. But uh, I'd be surprised if it's not a good Yeah, that's <laughs> <laughs> uh, Some brewery trying to be like ironic, like overrated. Oh yeah, the IPA that we um, do like zombie must instead of zombie does. <laughs> 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 the 
Have you done Brew, brew Review? Yeah, I was there last year. Okay. Well, it was, we, it was were, we were two ago. years ago. Yeah, we, didn't go, years ago. we didn't go this oh. past year. because There was a downpour last year, too. Was it really? <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> Just cursed. <laughs> <laughs> was it at Headwaters? Yeah. Last year? Okay. It was Headwaters West. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Where they set up all the bands. Yeah. How do we do? Do we all rate? Are you sticking with your other ratings? We just do uh, a lot yes. of five yes stars. No. Yeah. We <laughs> I'd give it a four. Four. Get a four out of five. Okay. I gave it a three point seven five back about two years ago, and I'll, I'll stick with that. I think it's good. It's a little more bitter than I usually drink, but I think it's got a nice uh, notes of citrus up front that kind of cuts it down. Makes it pretty drinkable. I gave it a four. Um, exactly what Saf said. Definitely that little bit of citrus, but I'm not a big fan of these bitter styles. Mm-hmm. So, but that saved it for me. And I went four out of five as well. Uh, just basically what you guys said. <laughs> <laughs> I like the citrus and the uh, kind of the multi uh, flavor yeah. of it. Grapefruit. Great. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I love that. Finally found it. <laughs> I gave it a 375. Um, I was expecting, uh, reading about their company, they were like, oh, yeah, we made it something different. We made it, you know, like our chemical background. I didn't really find anything too much different with this other than it wasn't as hoppy as, you know, any of their other American paleos. Uh, but a little fruit to it, I think. Yeah. The only difference. I did like the grapefruit, though. Because <laughs> we got to find out if uh, pale can really taste it. <laughs> but that's pretty good. So for our out beer today, um, where did we get this beer? Um, uh, this was part of the uh, Beer of the Month Club that mm-hmm. we did back in September. Uh, yeah, I think it's from September. Yeah. Oh. Hopefully it aged well. <laughs> uh, it is the Cardinal Pale Ale. Yes? Yes, correct. All right. correct. It is from the Nebraska Brewing Company. Uh, I looked up a little bit about the Nebraska Brewing Company. Uh, it was formed in the November, or November of 2007. It has established itself as a Midwest innovator of quality craft beers and an artisanal, not sure what that means, barrel-aged products. Artisanal? Artisanal. Artisanal? It's already... <laughs> I'm a programmer. Like, <laughs> I, I speak in shorthand. Like, I reading not my thing. Uh, building on a reputation for quality, flavor, and creativity, Nebraska Brewing Company strives to be a standout in an ever-growing field. Nebraska Brewing Company is proud to be locally owned and operated, small, independent, and pushing the envelope. Um, let's see. There's a, a link for Cardinal Full Description. Let me... Click on that. They're just basically throwing information at me. <laughs> Our American Pale Ale is golden in color, mildly bitter, and characterized by floral citrus-like ar- uh, aromatics, which are the result of an additional dry hopping with the very large amount of cascade hops. Crisp, crystal clear, and completely enjoyable. Currently the top-selling beer within our Nebraska Beer Pub. It is 6%... ABV, and it has 42 IBUs. The malt is uh, two-row Munich Caramel 10, Caramel 20, and then the hops are the Galena and Cascade. It also has uh, what they actually sell this, which is 12-ounce cans, 
Uh, and then okay. uh, six BBL kegs. And a half BBL kegs. And they have a pairing, too. Oh, wow. Uh, American cuisine, mild spice, barbecue, steak, Philly, and hamburgers. Meat. American food. Meats. <laughs> <laughs> American beer. You know why it's their best selling? It's because it's a pale ale. <laughs> Actually, I've heard a lot of people are like turned off by the name pale ale. Oh, really? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Don't they know what that's what an IPA is? No. <laughs> <laughs> I just remember a story at Brass Rail. I know uh, one of the bartenders who I think is a co-manager there now. Uh, one of the customers came in and was like, can I get a stone up <laughs> 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 You're just like, a what? Hopefully they were joking, but I doubt it. stone <laughs> <laughs> Our pale ale is gold, deep golden in color, characterized by floral and citric-like aroma. So, I there's like little to no head, which is nice, and it does look golden. But I am looking down on it. Yeah, we're looking down. We've got a lot of swirling, so I can't see it. <laughs> it's got mostly head on it. It's not <laughs> super clumsy, <laughs> but it smells kind of sweet. Do they say they use like floral hops? Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. I. Definitely smell that. Uh, Galena and uh, Cascade. And the can's like red and color, would you say that is? Cream? Cream. It's got that cardinal on. Crimson and cream. Stupid (laughs) IU. It's got the St. Louis Cardinal or Arizona. Or the Indianapolis. (laughs) Citrus like aroma. Yeah. A little bit. And it's got like a list of awards. It looks like the Ball State Cardinal. So that's all I think about is Ball State University. I guess you can only draw a cardinal in so many ways without copyright infringement. <laughs> right. But I wonder why they picked cardinal pale ale. This is so common. <laughs> Everybody's trying to come up with obscure names. Let's go something normal. Maybe no one will take it. I mean, there's nothing about... I think the can looks pretty cool. It's just curious yeah. why they picked cardinal. Yeah, I like the can a lot. Judging by the the image on here, like the can just kind of reminds me of like something that they would sell at like pro sporting events. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. that looks like a patch. Yeah, it would be on the back of the jacket, mm-hmm. or on a, a big placemat, <laughs> so you can set your beer on there when you get a flight. Like a little a coaster. Yeah, just like they yeah. do at a, a Smoky Mountain Brewery. In Gatlinburg, they have those little circle things. You just you ordered a flight here, set it on the <laughs> on the placemat where you got it, and so you can just follow that order. Well, the first taste wasn't overwhelming at all, kind of underwhelming. After that hop for teacher, <laughs> right? Yeah, this is a little more tangy or something. But that I mean, not as smooth as the last one. Right, that tang. Yeah. Well, let's see what people have to say about that. Uh, Eighty-five, very good, just like the previous one. Uh, 3.78 instead of 3.77, so it's really close to what we had. But this one had 328 ratings instead of 100, so it's a little bit more consistent. This one even says orange peel and grapefruit. <laughs> oh, 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 gosh. <laughs> I could taste the orange. Yeah, yeah the orange definitely. Orange. Yeah, yeah. Sure. I'm just not sure about the grapefruit. Yeah, not sure either. doesn't taste so much like a gerbil this time either. 
Not tasting any piney notes or anything. Here's a picture. Somebody has it in a glass. You can see it's oh, definitely orange. orange yeah. Oh, man. The way yeah. it should be. Oh, God. <laughs> I kind of it looks clearer than that. It's like a yeah. shop top. <laughs> yeah. Is that a shop top? <laughs> <laughs> Untapped's averaging about 3.54. Ray Beer's got an overall 82 and an 83 style. Not as popular as the other one. But also probably more reviews, I'm guessing. It looks like this one's available year-round, too. So you go anywhere in Nebraska, you can probably find it. Well, here's a funny quote from HHG. <laughs> I would say it's like an ember made sweet, sweet piggy love to a pale ale, and the pale ale's genes were subverted by the amber. <laughs> All right. <laughs> wow. My favorite part about Untapped. Oh. <laughs> Other guys drinking at an airport. Just slam three, three of these. You never oh know God. when it's going to be your last flight. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> oh, these are great. I don't get funny comments on beer stomp. Just. No, I get like. This is the appearance. This is the smell. Here's how it tastes. Have a little bit of a mouthfeel. But. With the mouthfeel, I kind of agree. It says has a, a moderate amount of carbonation, uh, crisp, juicy, mm-hmm. smooth. So that's kind of what I was trying to say. <laughs> In more words, yeah, <laughs> more accurate words. I mean, this one actually has that like IPA taste, even though it's an APA. So you hold it on your tongue a little mm-hmm. bit, and you can taste the hops a little bit better. All right, I'll start. I'm going to give it a three point five because. Just because I don't like it as much as the the uh, Hop for Teacher. It's not as smooth, as drinkable as that last one. I feel like I wouldn't drink uh, drink it as much. I uh, I gave it a four. I kind of like it a little bit more than the Hop for Teacher. This is the Hop for Teacher just had this weird taste to it. I'm just, I can't really peg what it was. Gerbil. Uh, yeah, gerbil. <laughs> had to be gerbil. gerbil uh, don't be wrong. I'm taking those three home with me. <laughs> Uh, this one, I, I, when I was introduced to IPAs, when my uncle was like, hey, just let it sit on your tongue a little bit, and you can taste the IPA, and this one does it for me as well. So, four is good for me. I gave it a 3.5. I didn't enjoy it as much as the Hot for Teacher, but uh, the Hot for Teacher was a little more unique, I thought, than this one. Um, it wasn't bad by it at all. It was an above average beer. That's what I think. I went right in between 3.75 <laughs> for all those reasons to save our listeners' ears. I'd give it a three. I thought it was kind of bland. Yeah. But mm-hmm. it may just have been kind of an old can. It's a couple mm-hmm. months old. Yeah. I feel it does kind of have like an aluminum taste to the can, mm-hmm. maybe. I think it was just kind of like malty, mm-hmm. like the hops had faded or. Oh, yeah. Maybe they weren't there to begin with. <laughs> it's hard to say. <laughs> Do you prefer bottle over can? No. I don't have a preference. <laughs> oh, okay. I just wasn't sure since you bottle. I didn't know if you did. Bottle is probably easier than canning. Yeah. Probably, but a lot of the, <laughs> yeah. the local craft beers are like, are starting to can more. Like Sun King has a bunch of cans. Evil yeah. Check mm-hmm. has cans. Mm-hmm. Might be easier for shipping, maybe. I, mean, I don't know. For less breakage. Canning is cheaper. Once you get the get system, system, you know, 
Yeah, if you get enough volume, gaming's cheaper. Mm-hmm. But bottling's cheaper, I guess, to get into. Yeah, initially. Low volumes. Mm-hmm. I thought it was good. It had some good flavors, but yeah, it's, it was it, just kind of muted. <laughs> wasn't quite all there. It's, it's average, I would say. Alright, now we are on to Strange Brew. Hey, what's the theme song? Dr. Strange Brew! <laughs> <laughs> we'll, uh, we'll figure out if Pale can guess grapefruit or not. <laughs> nope, no grapefruit. Sorry, Pale. No. <laughs> Definitely <laughs> not. <laughs> not much of a fruit smell at all. We might actually have, have a beer this time. <laughs> yeah. I think we got a beer this time. I'm excited. <laughs> a few weeks ago, we had a cider. <laughs> a few weeks before, that was Buckshecution. <laughs> Don't even bring up the root beer. Oh, hard. <laughs> not really. I mean, other than a little bit of a beer smell, I'm not getting much There's of an aroma. Much. There's a something. Yeah, there it is. Yeah. Hell. <laughs> it's kind of smells like um you know the the um, the sunlight beer from uh, Sun King. The sunlight, sunlight cream ale. The sunlight cream ale. Kind of smells like a slightly like a cream ale. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> might might be onto something here. That's not going to be Sun King. That one's too obvious. <laughs> no, <laughs> right. that's, not, that's not strange enough. Ooh. That tastes a little vanilla-y. It's not like the smell. It has like a uh, seasoning. <laughs> I'd say like basil. <laughs> basil or uh, <laughs> thyme or something. <laughs> or dill. <laughs> I didn't add anything to it. It came straight out of the bottle. <laughs> I wasn't over there in this his straight uh, cider guys. This guest cabinet. You never know. His uh, moving in present was a big old spice rack that he doesn't <laughs> use. <laughs> That's funny though. And I'm like thinking about dill pickles. <laughs> you can't mention anything about false. <laughs> I'm glad he means like grapefruit though. <laughs> no, yeah, yeah, but that's not just... grapefruit. No. It's uh, I did a beer with sriracha ace hops. Ooh. Is it like a spice? Is it like sriracha? Uh, no, it kind of has like a lemongrass like oh. dill. Flavor. Oh, okay. It reminds me of that a lot. Let's see if I can find what they put in this thing. Uh, no, have you had this before you gave it to us? I've never tried it before. Okay. Mm. So you was are you astounded by the taste? Kind of perplexed? No, it tastes like what I think it would. Okay. Hmm. If you know what it is, you'll taste it. But if if you're not looking for what you've what's in there, you might not notice it. Definitely has like an herbal mm-hmm. quality. Yeah. Like lemongrass or lavender or something. I'll just let you guys know. I have no fucking <laughs> <laughs> I have no idea. <laughs> but I could probably drink the entire thing. Yeah. There's no complaints there. It's like, I can think of it. I, like, I've definitely had tasted this before. I just can't think of what it is. We start playing 20 questions. Go for <laughs> it. Do we get hints? Well-known brewery? Oh, yes. You've had their beer before. Let's see how many sample packs has he bought. 
It's not from a sample pack. It's not from a sample pack. Not the line in Klugels. Yeah. <laughs> I'm out of those, I think. I'm, yeah, I'm out of all those. What beer city had in his fridge? So were you over there it recently? It wasn't even in my fridge. I was. Ooh. I kind of forgot I had it. Oh. <laughs> it, it, it wasn't not, visible it's, for a while. <laughs> no, it was just in a box. Bottle or can? It was a bottle. It was a tall one. Mm-hmm. At least with the fruity beers, we know it's a fruit. Right. There's a fruit. Two fruits. Two really? In the title. <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> There's two fruits in the title. <laughs> I taste in any fruits. <laughs> this beer? <laughs> it's from the summer. It's a summer beer. It's summer beer. Not really tasting lemon, but lemon's huge in the summer. Is it pear at all? <laughs> no pear. I think you guess that every time. I know. I, I, I believe I do. Great. No. This don't taste citrus. It can't be a citrus. No, it's beer. not very citrusy. Mm-hmm. One of them is a citrus. One what? of them is not. Oh my gosh. Did you taste the citrus? Oh, it's there. <laughs> well, gosh. it's... Is it lemon? Because it's got to be very light. Close. A lime. 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 Okay. Light lime. (laughs) (laughs) I think I'm going to guess that one. Oh, God. No, this isn't like Miller Chill. No. (laughs) I wish it was Miller Chill. I'd be so happy. Three years ago. (laughs) But there's another fruit besides the lime. Is why you don't taste the lime so much, I think. What is it? So it's not lemon lime. So it's not like we're drinking a sprite that fermented summer beers. Wish I was like Sherlock Holmes and I had a mind palace. So I could just <laughs> scroll through all the summer beers with lime in it. I'm not gonna touch my computer at all, or else you guys you think I'm cheating. <laughs> <laughs> you technically were cheating. It just didn't work fast enough. I know it's true. <laughs> I was cheating, but the internet sucked. <laughs> Sorry, I took the L. It's fine. Once, once I tell you what it is, you'll for sure know what it is. It definitely tastes the lime now. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, I have I to get have it no off this because I'm out. Yeah. I have no freaking idea. I'm stumped. I want to say the orange. We can taste it again. You just want me to blurt it out? Lime orange. You give up? I give I, up. Any final? My, I'm throwing the towel. I don't know any big companies that have lime beers. And it's a beer. Is it a local brew or is it a national brew? Um, it's not local. Local is in Indiana. It's not in Indiana. As we discussed earlier. Exactly. <laughs> Until we change the culture. Yeah. We got to. But I'd have to Google that to make sure. I'm gonna throw in the white old lady towel. <laughs> <laughs> I'll just grab it. I don't have any beer left to be able to tell you what this second fruit was, but it's red watermelon. Watermelon, really? So that's what this melon. tastes like: watermelon lime ale from New Belgium. That lime really cuts the watermelon because I don't yeah. have. That I have. I would all. never guess that tasted like. You get the watermelon up front for sure. God, I should have like had some kind of idea because Why'd they have lime to it. I don't know. Yeah, just, we were just the watermelon didn't come. Because <laughs> <laughs> we talked about watermelon being the the, the drink of the summer. Brought, that's kind of what I waited because I didn't want to want you to guess it right away. God, but damn, 
It kind of tastes like a watermelon Jolly Rancher right off the bat, and then it tastes okay. like wine. New Belgium watermelon. I can see the Jolly Rancher part, but it what like when I think of watermelon Jolly Rancher, I think of like sour, and the lime. I was thinking sour. <laughs> it wasn't at all. I'm not a huge watermelon fan, and I, I don't taste it at all, because if I did, I would not be drinking the rest of it. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> all right. I wonder if it's one of those best if enjoyed by a certain time period, maybe. Oh, I have to verify my age now? These are... It uh, says enjoy by September 4th. Of they're from Kyle's 16th. wedding. He gave me a whole case of them. Oh, okay. I remember <laughs> that. Yeah, we bartended that. Hot summer nights jam out to the cool waves of Heavy Melon Ale, mm. our newest seasonal trek, brewed with juicy watermelon and zesty lime peel. This crushable ale rips with a blast of melon notes. Ripened fruit aromas of melon, papaya, and citrus climax with an enticing aroma and set up an invigorating wash of fruity sweetness, grassy bitterness, and the slightest touch of tartness. Super crisp and refreshing from start to finish, heavy melon ale shreds through the summer heat. So the grassy bitterness is what we all tasted. Yeah, that's yeah. why you were, the lemongrass was actually lime, yeah. lime and grassy notes. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I still can't get over it. Yeah, I'm kind of shocked. So the tasty notes here, we have deep golden color, light white foam lacing, uh, juicy ripe watermelon, cucumber, papaya, and citrus aroma. And that herbal. Cucumber, not dill. Cucumber, not dill. <laughs> I was thinking cucumbers. <laughs> yeah. I just didn't say anything. Gosh. Sure. <laughs> uh, underlying herbal notes and faint cereal malt notes. Uh, flavor is lightly fruity sweetness with an even lighter touch of balancing bitterness. Mouthfeel is round, juicy, and mouth-watering sweet start, and middle with a spritzy, crisp finish. I got the I got the spritzy, crisp finish, <laughs> but I don't know, so, my mouth isn't quite watering for this. Five uh, percent ABV, fourteen IBUs, with ye- uh, ale yeast, nugget hops, and then the malts are pale and caramel eighty. I think it's pretty good. It wasn't terrible. I'm just disappointed. It's a watermelon. Well, I've been looking forward to trying this, and yeah, I'm disappointed too. <laughs> yeah, I just saw like a poster or something for it, and I was like wondering about it. Yeah. I was kind of disappointed. I would have expected a lot more of like. But it might have just been because it's an old bottle, but it yeah. could be. It tastes yeah. a little like flat. Yeah. A little oxidized, and it was just a little like too malty, too sweet. Well, we weren't alone with that. This scored an okay 76 on the BA score. And as a 3.3 average. I don't know. I like melon. But I guess if you eat watermelon, it is kind of watery. Yeah, it doesn't you, have you a don't lot have like of this. Flavor. But if you eat like watermelon laffy taffy, then. But yeah, the yeah. artificial watermelon <laughs> that comes in. That's or the suckers, rotten. yeah. Yeah. I guess, I mean, in that regard, it's fine. Also, summer availability. So i got to wait till next year to try a fresh one. Yeah. yeah. They call this a... one more left in there if anybody wants to... They call this a vegetable beer. <laughs> I'll take it, because I'm having a party this weekend. I got a whole bunch of my house. For a sports bar. 
or <laughs> sports ball. Sports ball. I'm having a super sports ball. I don't know what you speak of. Party. Yeah, all my friends are coming up from college. It's got a 3.2 average on untap. All your rowdy friends are coming over. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> my rowdy friends, just the one. <laughs> <laughs> it's got a overall 20 and a 36 style. So much. Not a whole lot of fans. <laughs> Nobody really likes it. I mean, I, I, I wouldn't mind tasting, trying it again, knowing what type of fruit, fruits I'm looking for. But it was very underwhelming drinking it. I figured it was a little bit more like a cream ale of some sort, at least from the smell. Mm-hmm. So what do you think, guys? Are going to keep it in, throw it out of the fridge? <laughs> Down the drain. I mean, I'm not keeping it. I'd keep it. I, I didn't think it was that bad. I'll buy, like, out of a, if I had a six-pack, I'd probably buy one to taste it. I wouldn't, I wouldn't pour it down the drain, but, like, first taste, I'm not buying this thing. Oh, I know, I wouldn't buy it. Again, no, but I'm definitely not going to pour it out. <laughs> I don't, don't want to waste beer. <laughs> I wouldn't buy it, but if I had one sticking around, I'd probably, yeah, I'd probably wait until I had, I had, like, six. I just went at the end. I was like, yeah. We're at the point we don't really care anymore. I can't taste anything anymore, so anyway, so. Yeah. (laughs) It's definitely not the first thing I'm reaching for when I open my fridge. They'll be in there until next September. (laughs) (laughs) Any closing uh, comments? Anything? Well, we just thank Ben for coming out and joining us. Is there anything you want to let people know? Your Our website store, or Facebook? Yeah, or? absolutely. Um, yeah, check out the website or Facebook. Usually the Facebook's better, but <laughs> it's more updated. It's more updated. Um, the brewery's open Fridays and Saturdays. Now. Yeah, Friday's new. Five to nine. Um, I think that's better. Mm-hmm. Glad to be here. Thank you for our first guest. Anytime. Thanks for coming. Maybe we could do it on site sometime. Yeah. Weather's better and we can sit outside. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, as always, Keith, lead us out. You can find us on Twitter and Instagram at DrinkInGeekOut. You can also check out our show notes and updates on DrinkInGeekOut.us. You can subscribe by clicking the links on our website or by searching DrinkInGeekOut on iTunes or Google Play Store. To suggest a beer for us to review, you can email us at DrinkInGeekOut at gmail.com or tweet us using the hashtag DrinkInGeekOut. And if you like the show, please rate, review, subscribe, and tell your friends. Thanks for listening, and until next time, drink up and geek out.